and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dave. I'm joined as ever by my co-host Ian. Hello. Um, we uh, obviously didn't finish off Saturday because there's too much to talk about on Saturday, allegedly. So we are going to continue with some eel milking. Yes. So after the very somber affair of Caro's uh, telling. Uh, uh, basically, there was an opportunity to go to a live e- eel milking, mm. which is um, mm. linked to the famed Briggersland Brew. Right. Um, I won't say too much about the eel milking itself, simply because so good is it mm. that uh, it's it's a a live performance that you attend, which comes with the warning of if you are in the front row, you are in danger of being in the splash zone um of the milk of the milk mm. when the eel is milked yes um and there is indeed a milking of an eel yes um it's phenomenal there's live there, there's basically a live reading there is a professional milker on hand oh that's good uh because you need to be have a trained milker for such a dangerous endeavor obviously uh there is um Tarek, I think, uh, from the Blind Eye, who of course is the is the OG eel milker. Yeah, and there is Silgor to the side, uh, providing live um, <laughs> live like backing acoustic music throughout with like oh, ambient music. sound. Oh, this is absolutely peak shit. The the puppetry, the performance, the Reading, which was done by a wonderful uh, Varushkin lady, uh, the entire setup in the tent, the ceiling of the tent to ensure that people beyond the confines of the tent would be safe. Uh, the fact so that it's that, dangerous. Oh, it's dangerous. I mean, an, an eel milking. I mean, we, we only had a baby eel milked for. Oh. Uh, to, to to milk a, an adult would be far too dangerous to the confines of uh, of Anvil. But I say too much. Right. If you have the opportunity to attend an eel milking, and you are of the the dangerous bent where you must see such a thing, mm. I can say no more than take yourself along and 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 give yourself the opportunity. It was absolutely phenomenal it sounds like the perfect thing to uh after a funeral (laughs) yes it was a very different tonal shift yeah uh the the captain was standing as dormant Mm. Uh, so you must have had a great time i had a wonderful time and uh Mm. there was another performance from a, a different group taking place afterwards um so after this, as I say, I really won't go into the eel milking too much, simply because genuine, gen, genuinely, it really is. I think so you've good already you said wanna. too much. Yeah, it's so good. Um, but as we go to leave uh, the splash zone, um, mm. we I head I head out, and uh, you know I, I I saunter up. The captain's there at the door, mm. and I approach him. You know, having given freely of my marmalade <laughs> that I thought was jam yeah. and my slow gin mm. uh, and being edgelit he in must all have my been glory. really pleased to see you. Well, he said, move along, Talas Ashbourne. <laughs> Another performance is getting ready to come through. Quite brusquely, might I add. So He is nothing but professional. He is a professional, but I... <laughs> so basically, Talas kind of like gets 
hurried out of uh, hurried. The, yes, I would say, and and uh, I, I, <laughs> so I, I kind of I, I I can't remember what I said, but I I, I said something back, like you know, to, to the effect of uh, how dare you? How dare you? And then I hurried off to Navarre, mm. all the way saying to myself, move along, Tarash Tashborn, indeed. <laughs> all this kind of stuff. <laughs> Who does he think he is? And as I'm doing this, people are starting to be like, Talis is quite upset. Yeah. Uh, what's going they're, on? They're paying more attention to them when you were murdered. Yes, yes. And much more attention to me than when I was being murdered. <laughs> so I make my way to... Uh, I, I, I'm very sorry, I can't actually remember which camp I ended up essentially bumping into uh, Kaylee uh, and uh, a bunch of the other Navarches and friends of mine were there. Um, many, many people at this point. And, and basically I was like, I just kind of sat with them. And then I was like, uh, I was just having a chat and a catch up. And I was like, the RP was kind of swelling in my head. And I was like, yeah, move along, Talis Ashbourne is not on. Right, yeah. that's not on. So I'm like, I start kind of, Ging myself up and being like ranting about it and then I'm like right this won't stand I'm going to head over to the blind eye um, so a bit of time has passed but me and this gaggle of people that's the only way I can really you describe it you had a couple it. of Chardonnays at I had point. at this point uh, I, I had been <laughs> baptised by the splash zone and <laughs> told to move along and now I had a had a few drinks. And I had a posse with me, and <laughs> there was no way that I would allow myself to be spoken to in such a manner. Yeah. We will take a brief, I think, moment away from how this concludes to move to you in Senate, uh, and we'll return My to what happened when I got to the brand. So boring in comparison. No, you're going um, phenomenal, dude. It's it's a di- very different, but like I I am actually quite jealous of you. Evening game. Senate session. I went to every Senate session, by the way. Just want to make that clear because I'm a good senator. Mm-hmm. Um, you gave Bung the, the the weekend off. Yeah. Um, I seconded a motion um, mm. to construct the Green Watch, uh, which is a very fancy thing that mm. is. A high guard thing to help fight the Valorn. Oh wow! They, I had heard about this. They funded it. Am I right in that? They or? already funded it. It's good to go. It just needed to be seconded. It just needed to be fucking ratified in the Senate. Is this something which does it basically use some of the pilgrims to do, or is it a separate thing from that? I, I don't understand very much about it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Okay. No, but, um, it, but it, it, it's. It, I heard. Hey, it was very good. Listen. I'm a good senator. Yeah, uh, I did a thing. Yeah, um, it that's great. It wasn't even my thing, but I am very happy that I used my second to do it. I think so... Travis was quite involved, wasn't he, in the background? I can't remember now. Well, I'd heard. I'd heard. Well, anyway. I don't know if that's. <laughs> I'm happy to have my name on it. Yeah. So no, a good. lot of a lot of other people put a lot of effort in. Yeah. To make this thing happen, but when you look at the brass tax, whose name's it, on the bill. I seconded it. Yeah. So it's kind of like I did it. Kind of like a big deal, really. Kind of like I did it. Yeah. So, um... Officially, you did. The history records will say that you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it would be a great thing to run on in the election next yes. year. Yes. Perfect, um, indeed. So there's this really interesting thing about how we're probably going to go to war with the Grendel. The Grendel are a mighty seafaring nation. Yes. Okay. They basically dominate the Bay of Catazar. Yeah. Um, 
Obviously, because Senate has known that we have had two years of a peace treaty, yeah. that we should not make the mistakes of previous mm. people mm. and build a strong and robust defence mm. against the Grendel mm. all along our coastline. Yeah. They haven't done that. No. We don't have any fleet capacity. There is no defence at all, as far as I'm aware. Um Everything we have, even those like they wanted to build like this chain along like uh, a thing. I think it was in, it was in the league. Yeah, and uh, it was going to be really good because it would stop ships from traveling up, and they had yeah. forts on it, and it yeah. was really really good. We didn't build that. No, no, we didn't do it. No, we didn't do that. No. Um, we didn't look for alternative ways to build ships in that area. We haven't built a thing that means that we can build fleets really fast yeah. in that area. We didn't do any of that. No. But there was a big sticking point on we have one road down to the Brass Coast. And right. if that road gets severed, yeah. we have no land border with other parts of the Empire. Yeah. In fact, the entirety of the Brass Coast. Yes. Which would mean that all tax revenue... And everything would not be able to come to the Empire. Yeah. Devastating. How has it come to this? This is the problem. No, There's a bunch of things no, which... <laughs> you got to trust the system. <laughs> and the infinite wisdom of the Senate for the last two years. Yeah. You know? Nothing was done. No. It's much better that we um, did a thing to make Eurozen feel better about, in inverted commas... Their sacrifice by giving their territory to the League. <laughs> okay. It's not These are a, very contentious statements. It's not a sacrifice yeah. if you ask for stuff in return, okay? That is not a sacrifice. That is a trade. Um, but basically, we've got fuck all defences on the coastline. We don't have any fleets. Uh, and now we're building a road um, that's going to have forts down it to make sure that the Brass Coast is still part of the Empire. Um this is the state of things as yep. I see it at the moment. Uh, um, the Brass Coast is queued up for an absolute whooping, by the way. The... Uh, oh, yeah. This is active plot, and I can't say too much, yeah. but I think things are going to be... A little spicy. A little spicy. Uh, um, but we'll get to that. We would love a land war. Yeah. The Grendel, I don't think, are going to want to do that. No, I think that they're, they're, they're basically. I think, and, and quote me if I'm wrong on this. Uh, sorry, pick me up if I'm wrong on this. I think their offer of maintaining peace was essentially we have the entire coastline. It was, uh, and bear in mind, we gave up. Uh, is it Faroz? Yeah, I think so. Um, we gave up territory. Uh, we tried to negotiate buying that land back. Yeah. And they were like, no. Yeah. You give us more things or we go to war with you. Yeah. We have not done that. Yeah. And yeah. It's, listen, uh, it's, it's a bad business. It's a bad business. Um, I sure know how to pick them. My reserve character is probably going to be Brass Coast. Uh, so um, if Talus does die, I'll probably be walking into just a burning... Uh, we are hellscape. okay. We are funding another. I think it's a Wintermark army at the moment. Yeah, we're building some more armies. We're very much interested in a land war on the continent. Yeah. Uh, let's see how that turns out. 
It might be yeah. a genius strategy to give up the Bay of Catazar and all of our trade routes through there <laughs> and allow the Grendel free roam to drop armies anywhere on the coastline. Right. Where we'll fight them. Yeah. That could be a genius strategy. Or it might not be. Yes. The problem is, uh, financially the Empire is pressed, militaristically the Empire is is pressed. Uh, We really need, like... No, weirdly, militarily, there's a lot of armies moving around right now. A lot of them are quite refreshed. But the the coastline is huge. Um, And therefore, trying to move around ready for that stuff is quite complicated. Yes. Um, I don't know what that means. Military game isn't my thing. Yeah. Uh, I would like some fleets. I think the problem is we reached the point where I think every because basically all of our naval, naval power got completely wiped out last time we fought the Grendel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the problem is I think this is like everyone made the calculation of the time it would take to build up a fleet that would be of any considerable size to compete and not get immediately eradicated by the Grendel uh, was too onerous to be worth it. And, and the problem is that line of thinking makes sense in and of itself, but when you do that over an extremely long period of time, you're basically saying, we will never build a fleet. Uh, and uh, that I think that's been one, one of the problems. I think what probably should have happened was we should have brought some some actual fortifications on the coast. So there are fortifications on the coast. Like, um, there are some fortifications, not fortifications everywhere. Um, unfortunately, I think this is like a symptom of the Empire generally having significantly lower finances yes. in the Senate. A lot of this goes back to the Bourse and the way uh, the, the Bourse the, functions. There is, and we both know this, yes. there is huge swaths of money in the private hands. Yeah. Huge amounts. Yeah. Like giant sloshing amounts of money moving around yeah. in in private hands, um, it's we basically the empire is in a bit of a, an oligarchy problem, yeah. where people individuals have a lot of money and the state doesn't have any. Yeah, um, this might prove to be a problem, but we'll find out yeah. next time on Empire next year. So that's the Caraman situation. Here we have the throne vote being pushed to Sunday also as a thing said. So I was pretty revved up for Saturday and then I I think it was declared on the Saturday lunchtime session that the Senate vote was going to be pushed back to um, The throne vote was going to be pushed back to Sunday. The throne vote, sorry. uh, Was going to be pushed back to Sunday where we were going to have it in a in not synod, a, it's conclave, conclave, yeah, where the Hall of Worlds is. They're going to yeah. reuse that tent basically yeah. as a separate area. Actually, worked really well as a, like an really area to good. house it. Such a good decision. Yeah. Um. So I was like, "Cool, that's fine." Um. Uh, that's kind of the end of that bit. What does? the next bit on our notes meaning okay so meanwhile while all of this is going on mm. to return to mm. uh, the state of play with uh, the jilted Teles Ashbourne mm-hmm. who is now heading down with I would say a group of 
what began as five and now is approaching 20 uh, hangers-on, heading towards the blind eye. A mob. A mob. And I am in a flap. Would you describe it as an angry mob? No, I would describe it as a... It felt like, and the, this was how I was trying to phrase it, because it's all done in jest, by the way. Like, oh, yeah, I've course, had a chat yeah. with the player OC, and like um, we kind of get the vibe of, of what we're doing. Um, I decided I really wanted to do it like a kind of a... Uh, like one of those kind of like teenage things where it's like... Like you, you pretend that you don't care, right? I, I don't care. Like, I don't need him, right? You know, I, I, I have people coming out left and right who are who are suitors for me mm. right you know he 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 needs to beg for me to like you know what i mean move along talis ashbourne indeed all of this kind of stuff right yeah um but at the same time talis really cares <laughs> like so he's kind of going i'm like playing this line of like constantly being like you know i don't care you know who does he think he is all this kind of stuff and then as soon as we get close i'm like flapping around right <laughs> like all this kind of stuff and people say don't flap don't flap don't flap and i'm like okay um <laughs> play it cool okay and i'm like all right and, uh, so as we approach i turn around to everybody in this group that i have and i'm like right <laughs> battle plan everyone <laughs> and we have we start hashing out this plan for what we're gonna do which is basically like we're just gonna sort of like uh, none of them knew, really knew who the captain was. So point one was to tell them who the captain was, but it was very dark. And I had consumed a reasonable quantity of alcohol at this time. <laughs> and could not see the captain <laughs> clearly in oh, the darkness. No. So, but I knew he must be there. Um, Obviously. There was something and libation happening happening at the blind eye because it's that kind of place it's a fantastic place to go by the way um so i am like okay first of all i will point out <laughs> the captain to you <laughs> but i've got to be cool everyone has to be playing it cool at all times you sound cool yeah i was very purposely being like um talis thinks he is being way more cool than he actually is yeah kind of thing and i like i like that vibe i i, I genuinely like being the butt of the joke is hilarious at this point right um so i do this thing where i sort of turn up and i'm, I'm like ignoring him i see him in the crowd i'm like I, I ignore him you know and i'm kind of having a good time talking to everybody else pointedly and you know everybody's like talking about how you know they've heard that such and such a person is interested in me you know that the various foreign candidates have been pursuing me all of this kind of stuff right they're very loudly talking about all these prominent people who are kind of interested in me and like different people coming up and being like oh you know you might have to leave in, in half an hour because i hear there's like a, a table waiting for you at such and such all this kind of stuff right <coughs> and someone's like so who is the captain and i'm like, <laughs> and I'm like I can see him quite clearly, but I'm like, okay, he's the person standing next to the pole behind me. And they're like, who? And I turn around very loudly and say, that person, and point at him. And they're like, don't point at him, don't point at him. I'm like, I'm like okay, okay, I didn't point at him. I was, all this kind of stuff. And I'm flapping around. It was hilarious, dude. It was so funny. Um, Silgor was playing up a storm, loads of songs and stuff. It was just hilarious like just bants at the blind eye just playing along with this whole gig and like this whole idea of like talis being like i'm over him you know what i mean like that's it you know like move along talis ashbourne indeed 
Right. <laughs> it was just so much fun, dude. While all this is going on, uh, I decide that um, I have to get everybody... Uh, this is where the rest of your throne went. Um, <laughs> I decided everybody must have a sip of the Breggerslin brew. Uh, considering I've just been at the emo king, which I've described to everybody at this point, because, like, you know, I'm having a good time uh, at this point. We're kind of approaching... Uh, out, well, we've probably got about another hour of time in, but it's like, you know, it's that kind of vibes, right? Um, I'm like, I'm going to go in and ask uh, the bar staff in the blind eye if there is any Breggerslin brew left. I know there isn't really any Breggerslin brew left, but I, I figure it's, I might be able to blag some Breggerslin brew if they have any left. And they say to me, we don't have any Breggerslin brew left. We do have something very special which you can have. And uh, this is the legendary blood of Breggersland, which is the red variety of the Breggersland brew. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's, there's very, very little of this available. And uh, I actually prefer the normal Breggersland brew, but okay, this is very tasty. Okay, uh, As the Breggersland brew is, actually, I genuinely do recommend it as a drink. Um, so I had to bring this back in my coconut cup. My straw. I've lost my straw at this point. Oh no! So, oh my god! <laughs> I I come back with my like sauntering through the crowd, ignore the captain, with my blood of Breggersland, which I loudly announce that I have, and and, <laughs> and only those uh, of of adequate kind of position or whatever will be able to drink it with me. So I go, I go uh, over with my group, and I'm like, right, everybody. I silence the group. You know, basically play up this whole thing. You know, we're in the presence of something very special here. Silgor comes over and he starts... Silgor, by the way, is incredible. Uh, he just starts playing these little instrumentals all the time. And whenever... When he's playing, like, songs, I do this stuff where, like, he'll often go into, like, a little instrumental bit and I'll just, like, suddenly say, like, a dirty little breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like this is so good. I, I love the guy. Um, he's so amazing. So I announced that we've got some blood of Breggerson, but I say there is a problem. I have lost my straw. And thus, you must sup from the rim. <laughs> you must sup from the rim of my coconut. <laughs> I proclaim very loudly. <laughs> and so everybody, I'm like pouring from my coconut into people's mouths like this Breggerson brew and everybody's taking a little sip. It was hilarious. It was so much fun. Um... <laughs> The night basically progressed uh, at the blind eye like that. We are drinking, having fun. Uh, Silgor plays some wonderful songs. We play along. I end up actually, <laughs> me, the captain, and Silgor all like singing "Big Old Boy," which is a great <laughs> Silgor song. Uh, in the, in the middle of the blind eye, absolutely phenomenal peak stuff. I loved it. Uh, we just had the best time, dude. We then head off. Uh, basically, things are winding down the blind eye, and I'm like, "I've oh, just begun. I'm ready. Let's go." <laughs> so, we uh, while all this is happening, let's hit, hit over to you and Gin Club uh, because my night is but young at this stage. Fuck it. Like honestly, <laughs> my night is so boring in comparison. I go to Gin Club. I pay, Gin Club's really good. I pay my money. Yeah. I hit the room. Yeah. I am hitting every senator I can speak to and saying, we need a, a phone. Yeah. We need a Even phone. now, we're getting, gamers gaming. <clears throat> always gaming. Yeah. Always hustling. ABC, always be closing. Yeah. Um, and I see Kiara 
who's mm. one of the main candidates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Imperial Magus. Mm. I walk over there and I'm like, we need a throne. And they say, well, that might not happen. And I'm like, oh, it's going to happen. And yeah. then they're like, how do you think this is going to happen? And I explain some of what my plan is. You actually explain? Are you, that's I, a risky move. I explained <laughs> that we are going to have a throne. Yeah. The Imperial Magus said that that is stupid, or I am stupid. Right. And I said, by the end of this weekend, I will have an apology. <laughs> and we will have a throne. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is absolutely peak, dude. Yeah. Good I'm on. going all in. Yeah, no, I'm you all had in. this really cool vibe all event. By the way, uh, um, I loved that. For example, you chose to do the full Senate sessions yourself. I think it really felt like this was the time to do all of the full Senate sessions yourself. I think you needed you needed to be there at all of the different things and do all the things to build up towards this moment. Absolute I, I had some you. magics. You were gaming hard. Dude. I had some magics that I wanted that Eurozen had that Navar could benefit from. It's a very active game, so I actually can't talk about that. But Imperial Magus? Yeah. I'm coming for my apology <laughs> and that magic. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> All right? All right, spoilers. All right? All right, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. While this is going on. Oh no, this last line on Saturday is bothering me. Okay, so we... uh, To cut a long story short of much travelling around, drinking at various different venues, at this point, it's difficult to say who I have with me. Uh, A fairly reasonable amount of people. Uh, I'm heading off to Dawn. Fucking degenerates. Yeah, degenerate people like myself. Um, Head off to Dawn. Uh... I've got, like, I've got like tofu with me as well. Awesome people are with me. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kaylee's with me. But just a bunch of awesome folk. Uh, Adam's with me. I mean, it's so good. Um, uh, we head over to uh, Dawn. I think we get a bunch of beverages there. It's a bit blurry at that point. And then we all settle down in the Glory Square. And I'm just chatting shit at this point. I'm really... I- I'm... I'm 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 squeezing all of the juice out of the Tullis fucking uh, fruit at this point. You're upset. Yeah, you've had a rough night. I have. You've it's been not jilted. Easy. This is it. And so I'm like, right. The only thing that will elevate us at this time is uh, if we all uh, <laughs> if we all blow bubbles. And I decided it was time to treat people. To a rondology lecture, <laughs> right there. It's not. It's not a rondology. It's a rondology. You're you gonna have to roll he, those. R's. Even he wrote it down with at the least three R's. By yes. the way, yeah. on the piece of paper. So this night, at this point, had progressed to the point where people were actively writing down quotes as I was speaking. <laughs> Uh, and uh, oh, people were saying things like, write that down, write that down, this is a good one. <laughs> uh, and it had got into ludicrous levels of memory. 
Um, oh my god. I was basically going around getting everybody to have a go at blowing bubbles and talking to them about the benefits. <laughs> like, like some people, you know, one in three people don't always get a bubble. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you just need a little bit of time to build up. <laughs> it's about confidence. Yeah, it's, it's about, about confidence. feeling and safe. How you grip the uh, the stalk of the bubble maker some people take it fully all in all in hand yeah. other people like a, a thumb and two fingers stuff like this right yeah it, I understand it all progressed along that kind of line uh, some people like to blow bubbles while laying down other people like to blow bubbles standing <laughs> up standing up some people might blow bubbles in the shower some people blow bubbles over other people some people yeah <laughs> yeah right like where all of this kind of stuff right so it it was very funny going Some along. Some people will often blow their bubbles in another person's face. Yes, that. But you was... need consent yes. of another person. Do ask where, like. Uh, uh, somebody, hey, I'm not here to judge. Some yeah. people love having bubbles blown in their face. It was hilarious, but I do apologise to the nation of Dawn for we may have defiled the glory square with <laughs> a rather lively rondology lecture. Um, which okay. was absolutely peak, and I have I'm going to time. now turn the page over, and, and we, we are will... on to Sunday. Luckily, no one will listen to that conversation uh, or have to listen to it. Yes, so that's good. It was good. Sunday, uh, Sunday. I, I I came back very late, by the way, uh, so we kick into Sunday, and it begins with the battle. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. we were going out with the most exciting enemy we have to face in the Empire, the Jotun. Unless, and I can hear your sarcasm, Dave. What do you mean? But if you I'm are, not sarcastic. If you are of the rare girthy number who get to join the girth guard and entertain the a fine... <laughs> run and throw yourself upon the spears of your enemies style combat of the girth guard um, so there's basically a philosophy in the girth guard broadly speaking of we move in and actually this is very fun to do it plays out very well um, it's actually quite effective at times um, Every it's, it's very simple Everyone charges, everyone fights until they're all dead or we're all dead. And that's it, right? Basically. So there's none of this going in and out. There's none of this fiddling about. There's... I saw you go. (laughs) There's... We charge in, we die to a man, and then we go and respawn. And it was fantastic. I've seen tissue paper have more effect on a wall mm. than that charge had well the problem was so um i think basically in previous in the previous time they'd done a lot of this mm. uh they had various calls like they had cleaves basically the way the battle was set up this time we didn't have any offensive maneuvers okay everything was, we had was... there was also a giant block behind you yeah that just watched you go it's fine. Uh, to be honest with you, this is the nature of what it is to be a girthy guard, right? To be in the girth guard is to run at your enemies and give them as much of a beating as you can and just get absolutely devastated. It was a massacre. Yeah. And then um, the big block that was 
patiently, mm. I, will, I will charitably call it patiently waiting, yeah. um, waited at least a full minute yeah. beyond after all the Girth Guard had massacred <laughs> and the other unit in, to their right had been engaged yeah. and the Imperial forces had bust through that salient yeah. and had started to surround and like flank the entire yeah. line yeah. decided that then that was the and moment. only then was the time to strike to strike and it was this beautiful moment where they moved forward started <laughs> charging then realized that they had been outflanked wheeled the turn oh, no. the charge oh no <laughs> and then went into this already overly flanked bit and then got Absolutely surrounded immediately. Yeah. It was one of the most beautifully terrible tactical manoeuvres yeah. I think I've ever seen. It's way up there with when we charged across the front of the... Do you remember when we yeah, charged yeah, yeah. across the front of the line of the entire Imperial forces? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that went badly. That went very badly. Um, it was up there. Right. It was beautiful in its truly terrible tactical nature. So we should talk about the nature of the battle. It was, unfortunately, an honour battle. Oh, uh, it was an honour battle as well. It was for the fate of Matilda Fisher, uh, which is actually a big deal. Um, so this was, this was an important battle. Um, one of the big problems with this battle, and I don't really... This is just... Uh, it was extremely hot. Right, uh, we're all wearing orc masks, right? And uh, basically, before the battle happens, there is a uh, let's just call it an honor discussion. So they the bodies, had a chin wag. They had a chin wag before the battle, but the problem was, fuck, we were. I, I don't know where you were, but we were out in the. Sun. I was just behind you on the right. I was a. Uh, I bought a. Um... Uh, a mage staff with yeah. me and I was a healer yeah. so I was like a non-com yeah. so I didn't actually do any fighting we I was a were healer. fully out in the sun yeah I was behind you it was hot and it was like to be honest with you I could like I think all of us we could just feel the energy just going whoop 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 whoop, whoop. and it was like if we're gonna do anything effective it has to be fairly soon after the honour discussion was finally over uh, which, by the way, I'm sure was awesome RP for all the people involved it's just unfortunate that that meant that there was large quantities of people exposed in the sun waiting for that to conclude there was a really cool herald as well who was like uh, i think the uh, adjudicator for the honor battle who was like this i don't yeah. know if you saw them they both had people on either side right observing so the imperials had people in the jotun line observing and right. the jotun had people in the... mate it's not for me it's not for me but I, anyway i have to get out of bed i'm tired yeah i'm a little hungover and it's another honor battle. Yeah, like um, it Harry, was the biggest yawn fest. This is where the benefits of the Girth Guard are, where this strategy of run, fight, die, and then respawn as a block. What it does mean is we all respawn as a block. So it's not like you know how you sometimes never matter where your units kind of broken apart and killed, and you end up just having to go back and you pretty much never see a unit again, and you spawn with some other group and then yeah. from then on you, you're kind of on your own uh, this is a 
really a case of we respawn as a whole group and there's a kind of a funny thing in the group of basically there was Alpha Platoon <laughs> and it sort of progressed all the way up I and think they we died began, and your Bravo I think we platoon. were on Echo at the beginning of this and the, the idea is that Echo Platoon were looking for Delta and it's always a question of like you know every platoon is looking for what happened to the previous platoon uh, <laughs> and uh, so uh, we went out as Echo got absolutely annihilated um I did manage to... There was basically, when we were doing... There was... I think we were opposite some winter markers on the other side. It was all... Yeah, yeah. There was a person with a a really fucking big axe. Uh, And um, uh, Chris, who leads our our, our kind of uh, force, had like... Or one of the people who's kind of leading the force, um, had like a a big chunky axe. And this this other winter marker's axe was bigger. He was obviously compensating for something. Mm. So uh, we charged in and we were like, we're going to take that... that overcompensator out so I did manage to to, to get that guy uh, before he got absolutely absolutely munted <laughs> sent the, the... roundly off the field um, after I, yeah. I, I was a healer yeah and like every time we tried to heal anyone yeah the imperial forces were already moving through the enormous gaps we yeah. had left yeah 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 um kept moving back kept moving back from my recollection yeah my next recollection is being the far end of the woods yes so that's uh, after, how badly we got whooped so basically the field battle was over extremely quickly yep we all go and respawn in the woods i would say it's safe to say that a lot of people were gassed already at this point because we again we have been standing in the sun uh and it's important to say before the imperials even turn up We've been out there in the sun for quite a while before they've even taken the field. Um, uh, I saw people healing up Imperials, yeah, uh, handing them back. It was oh, all like, classic on a stuff, but it like, was like a it was like a battle on training wheels. It was <laughs> it was the the uh, we get pushed all the way back to this fort. Okay, yeah, we're in the fort. The Imperials come along. They're starting to fight. All the medics. That are surviving, yeah. Uh, head out the back, and then a certain group of marchers, heavily armed, yeah, come crashing through the bushes <laughs> behind us. That's not good. And we start yelling, "We're not combatants, we're healers." Yeah. And I decide, I'm just gonna fuck with them. So I'm like getting right up at them. I'm like rushing towards them and yelling, "Non-com." We're uh, we're healers, we're healers, and then they're like, we want to get through, and I'm kind of standing in their way, and a few other people are, and then they're like, enough of this, and they just start hacking their way through, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a representative going, no, these are healers, they're not supposed to be attacked, and then they have to heal the people up, and at this stage I'm like, okay, now I see the interest in the battle. It's to be someone that shouldn't be killed, <laughs> but also to be very annoying. So <laughs> literally, I'm like always standing in the way of Imperials advancing, and they literally just butcher everyone that is a non-com. Of course, because the Imperials are awful. By and <laughs> like it's like they murder the warriors, and they realize some people are non-combatants, and they heal them, and they're yelling at them. And there's like a weird like. Um, 
What's that movie about the the US embassy where they all shoot at the fucking protesters? Uh, rules of engagement. Right, okay. It was a very much a rules of engagement type situation. Okay. All right. Um I think they healed up all the healers, but but yeah, I don't know. Do you have any highlights from that battle? Yes, actually I do. So okay. uh after the after Echo got lost. I was asked, and I was not prepared for this, it seemed like I've just joined the Gurp Guard, if I would like to lead out Foxtrot. <laughs> so as, 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 a, as sergeant of the Fox Platoon, I decided that all the others were just a bunch of posers, right? Foxtrot was where it's at, right? We're the real deal, right? The elite. <laughs> the elite, the crack, the crack force, okay, of the Gurf Guard. We are the Gurfiest, yeah. right? Um, so I, I decided I'm going to lead my force, uh, in a three column line, basically towards where, uh, the gate where they're getting ready to push through the Imperials. Uh, the idea being that we will, uh, charge basically as three columns into the line. And you had told people to go into three columns. Yes. That okay. part had happened. Uh, but what I meant to do and actually completely lost my head and didn't do was actually like get us all to advance and then at close range charge instead what i did was i charged immediately (laughs) so i just we get close and i just went okay as a one person sergeant foxtrot i just run i remember i'm assuming the entire formation is directly behind me. I like jump over a like a, a, a thing, slip through a line, and I'm there in front of the Imperial forces. And then I get stabbed to shit immediately. <laughs> I remember I fell down. I looked over. I looked back, and I saw the people of Foxpot Patroon looking, and then pointing at me <laughs> and being like, "Oh, there he is." <laughs> And then they all came charging in. It was hilarious. We got wiped out again. Um, It was just very, very funny to have that moment of like, oh my gosh, Uh, Fox Pop Patroon was, (laughs) of all the people, Sergeant Foxtrot was the poser, right? (laughs) Uh, So we we head off um, and we basically then we're part of, of course, after F is G. Well, G... Must surely be the girthiest number. So, <laughs> so girth squad is like the crack elite people of the girth squad. Mm. Um, to sum it up, girth squad probably had the shortest and sweetest <laughs> action of the whole battle. Um, uh, we really... Uh, it wasn't actually... I think this time we actually did do the whole uh, advance and order and charge and hit. One of the problems we had was there was just... Basically, the force had, as I said, no attacking options. It was all stay with me's and relentlesses, which is all sustaining kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, which encourages, obviously, line fighting, encourages sustained combats, and encourages long-winded engagements, which ain't how we roll. We roll for like whenever, get in and just hit and kill, and until they're dead or we're dead. Um, having said that, I think this is a failing of us slightly as well. I think if we are in that situation again, we should maybe do like a wave system of some. You know, a wave goes in, then another wave comes in. Stay with me is the people who came down and basically try and keep it rolling. 
but I think as a as an enemy contingent across the whole field, I think a lot of the force felt the fact there was no cleaves on the field, there was no uh, real strike downs or anything like that in wide use. There was none of these offensive powers to actually break up lines okay. and do things. I would be. I don't know how many losses we had. Mm. I can't imagine from what like two thousand people heading on a battlefield. Yeah. That the losses were too heavy. No, uh, we got we got absolutely rolled over. Um, yeah, I actually had a really good time. Uh, the the good thing, uh, especially so in the heat, uh, in the heat, actually, and just playing with all of the people from Black Scar and the Girth Guard was just hilarious. Having these very short and sweet engagements was actually a lot of fun. Uh, so I actually did have a good battle. Um, it's just the nature of those kind of conflicts. Sometimes you don't get. All of the things, and it was it was it was fine. It was fine. Uh, afterwards, uh, we all returned to standing. Uh, we go over. Uh, there was like a basically really a lot of it that I remember was like about the um, the losses and like the cold sun and stuff. Yeah. And this is where you were I, really kind of kicking I in. I spoke about. Um, I was like, I told the story about how one of the fawns had come to me and told me about the. Uh, the 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 battle yeah the, the the skirmish the skirmish how they had lost like seven or eight people whatever it was and I had said like I said I said to the standing I was like and I said to them I prefer to lose fifty phone, thrones fawns and, fawns, yeah. and keep uh, keep the trots yeah and I looked into his eyes and I knew that they had tried their best yeah. And like, I'm so sorry for all of your losses. Yeah, and we will come back. And it's a heavy day. And I was like, just kind of bummed. Yeah, it was like, I think that was the vibe. Like the the the, which is cool. Actually, I do actually quite like like the vibe that the cold sun give us, which is like they are scary shit, right? Hey, I thought it was really good, and yeah. I liked the fact it was us like to show like, hey, Navarre, we're hurting right now. Yeah. But we're gonna come back and we're gonna fight them and we're gonna yeah. win. Like it's gonna cost us a lot, but yeah. we're gonna do it. Um, before then, <laughs> Bungle was like, "Hey, I got some Cuban cigars," and Amazing. I was like, "I'll smoke a Cuban cigar." Yeah. Um, so I'm and I was just like, uh, so I was puffing away a Cuban cigar, which was absolutely divine. I'm not really a cigar guy, but like these Cubans are absolutely phenomenal like I'm into it I decided that smoking a cigar yeah. at standing after taking a lot of losses probably isn't a good look for a sentence <laughs> no actually thinking about the PR that doesn't it's not great good. is it no, no. so I um, did they, you pocket they have that? little uh, tubes yeah. I put it in the tube yeah. uh, and I saved it for later so Make I could for, for later so when the spat lady sings kind of thing so I could head to <laughs> the phone vote Yes. So, um, after standing, obviously, I knew it was the throne vote too. Yeah. I start to mosey my way down. I'll give you my perspective of things, uh, but I think, obviously, we should really focus on on you. Um, So, I'm basically... Bear in mind, I kind of know the plan. I know what you have schemed up. And when I walk in, the throne vote is a couple deep. At this stage, there's been a couple of rounds of voting. They moved it. 
Well, they moved the vote from Senate yeah. to this other place. Yes. And I was like, a lot of my plan involved yes. having people there yes. to yell and heckle. Yes. And we're in a tent. Yes. And it's a change of location. Yes. I don't have my poet to sing a song. Yeah. I don't have the band to show up to harass people. Yeah. I'm like, this is tough. Yeah. You know? So, talk me through the beginning, actually, first, because I okay. missed the very first few bits of the voting so, process. So, we all, they clean out the lines of where censors should be, mm-hmm. and where non-censors should be. Hmm. Um, we head out there, standing in front of everyone, in a tent, and the candidates come out, they each seem to get nominated... And I'm going to talk about three candidates specifically here because there are key players, and they are Kiara yeah. from Brass Coast, yeah. a seasoned veteran senator who yeah. is extremely capable. Um, we have Claude Dornish, inspirational, very strong-willed, has a good track record of getting stuff done. Yeah. My personal candidate. Yeah. I also like Kiara. And then a third candidate from Varushka called Vesna, also yeah. known as Sparrow. Yeah. Okay. She is a strong-willed, iconic, powerful figure within yeah. this whole entire thing. Okay. Yeah. And there's a couple more. Yeah. They each of them do their speeches. And I have to say, each of the people that gave speeches that day were very, very good. Yeah. In fact, it was there was electric in the air yeah. like you could no, yeah, there feel there really was like... um, there was and people were really bringing their A game so the first vote happened which is literally all the senators stand in front of the candidate that they like Claude has a majority mm. okay no overall majority and this, ladies, can and you explain actually just before we get on, so people un- who understand this, the, the situation of what is required? Yeah, what is the, the as far as I understand, the number of twenty four is twenty four is two thirds majority of the Senate. Yeah, it has to decide. It for two has to be two thirds, or there is, uh, or it doesn't carry. Now, the way the voting works is they okay, the candidates come out, they all have to be nominated, they do a speech, and then we stand in front of them. Uh, there is no more discussion at that stage, but once a vote happens, in this case, yeah. Lord had the majority, but didn't would, have twenty-four. Didn't have twenty-four. Then senators are invited to change their vote if they would like to change their vote. Yeah, and this is where, where your plan hatches. My up. cunning plan, which is idiotic or genius. <laughs> You decide. Mad genius, I would say. If any senators move... A new vote is initiated. A new vote is initiated. Yeah. Another vote happens. Yeah. I move over to Kiara. Okay? Yeah. Were you the only person who moved at this point, or did other people move? No. At this stage, there's a lot of movement. Movement's happening. Then we are asked to vote again. I move again. Yeah. And 
then things are starting to solidify okay there's like a uh and bear in mind like crowd are yelling yeah make a decision i know there are people in the crowd like yourself mm-hmm. who are whispering stuff in the crowd I'm walking around the crowd. I'll just do my bit very briefly. I actually came in, I think, on like the third or fourth vote. Mm -hmm. Um, When you're talking about the electric energy, when the tent whooshes open and I walk in, uh, (laughs) I am a little bit ridiculous. I kind of like (laughs) pose, walk in, (laughs) of course. (laughs) And I'm like, but the air is electric. And I walk in as votes are counted numbers are interesting uh, there's obviously play at hand and the numbers are i can't remember i think i came in and, and and one of the candidates had 22 something like that it was qu- quite high uh there was obviously play at hand and it you know so people were vested right it wasn't one of these things where it was like the numbers are like 10 and and therefore no. nobody's close it's actually so um vesna yeah i think third vote I stood behind Vesna and there was a vote and it got to like 22, 23. Um, and there was like a muttering of like, oh my God, we've done it. And it was just like, no, no. it hadn't been done. Yeah. And I carried on moving. Yes. So th- this comes a little bit later so after this was actually right. <clears throat> this was about what you're talking about is actually, I think the fifth or sixth vote. Yeah. It was quite late. So yeah. there were. So I came in about <clears throat> third or fourth. At this stage, I'm walking around the crowd and I'm like just saying to random people, you'll notice that the senator for Hikinia moves every time. <laughs> and then people are like, and who's that? And I like point at you and like, you know, the one wearing your clothes, all this kind of stuff. And I'm literally just walking around saying that to the crowd, like various, just little side, little whispers in, in individuals' ears, right? Just random people, right? Just letting people seeding it so certain people know that there is a game taking place, that there is a play. Oh, by the way, there are... This story's from my point of view. Yes. There are many games. Yes, of course there are. Many games yes. being played. Yeah, yeah, there's like trading. Like, at one stage, um, the, uh, the marchers, senators, all of them... Yeah. ...linked hands... Yeah. ...and moved. Yeah. And that was, like, a huge moment. Yeah. It was like, oh, my God, like, this is things like and i was like i i honestly dude i was like i think i'm right like i think i'm right yeah and then to see the pieces move on the board was exciting because there was this moment where uh like bear in mind there's some things we can't say here because they're things that other people have said and it's really for them to, to tell their own things um but there's a lot of instances where attention was being slowly drawn to the fact that there was actions like what you were taking taking okay. place there were at least two if not three when nobody voted uh, nobody moved yeah. apart from me yes and i knew this yes and i was like i know this is my right as a senator yeah to do yes. said thing and i could hear the murmurings going on in the yes. crowd so that's I, I'm, I'm fairly confident that 
moment is basically when I'm like that, that sort of plays into when I'm doing my whole thing of walking around and I think there are some other people There's who are definitely this out. other people uh, and, and people I don't even know by the way who have worked this out and who are talking like I heard people talking about you who I had no interaction with um, but also somebody from the civil service this is this is where it gets really spicy so right towards the end we're this talking is, about the sixth this or, is the seventh vote yeah, well, I think after the end of, of the, the sixth, sixth vote, yeah. we get it to 23. Everybody cheers because they think that's the right number. The person from the Civil Senate says, uh, obviously, people can't count. 24 is the required number. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think, oh, was that the fifth vote? And then people are invited to move one more time and we still don't get the right number because you moved again. Yeah. Then the Civil Service person says... It has been said that some one of the senators doesn't actually name anybody. One of the senators is moving every time. If this persists, then we'll have to call an end to the vote. Right, which is I don't even know if that's constitutional. It's, it's very very it's, spicy. It's very spicy at this stage. Yes. Um, and then so I know my goose is cooked at this stage. It's twenty three. Twenty three for Vesna, and then a. Brass co-senator yeah. walks over yes. in tears. Yes. And I can hear her say, I'm free of my contract. I've been freed of my contract. And then the vote... The crowd actually called out to the civil senate person who was, I think, approaching the state where they were going to call things. And there's a lot of stuff going on. I don't know how much you want to say about your situation at this point. But the uh, the the crowd were actually calling out. Some, someone's moved. Someone's moved. Like, and then they did a recount, and the number twenty four came back. It was a crazy moment, absolutely insane. I tried to stay as poo faced as possible. <laughs> you were fucking yeah. I was I was surprised. I was like I was like you know apoplectic at the back. I was like I just like just keep moving. Stick to the plan. Mm. It's gonna shift. And when that senator moved and the 24 vote came in and everyone erupted. Yeah. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. And bear in mind, like, all of my close crew, like you, a few other people in the crowd, I could see them in my eye line. I was trying to get your attention, but I knew you were playing it so cool, dude. Because I was like freaking out on the side. Because this is like, look from from my perspective, and I, I know, like from my perspective, just talking as somebody who doesn't have huge experience, isn't steeped in the game, anything like that. My perspective, I think it's one of the biggest plays of all time in the in the game. Simply because if you look at it, and people can say I'm wrong, whatever. There have only been two thrones ever elected in the time that players have been on the field, right? Lizabetta was voted in with uh, a, a large number, obviously came through one. But this is a play that secured, was partly, at least partly responsible for there being a second throne. It has to go down as one of the biggest, most influential plays, regardless of if it's a good or bad play, by the way, one of the biggest and most influential plays in the history of the game. An outrageous it play. Was, it was... It was like... The release 
of. And bear in mind, I know there were certain bodies in the Empire mm. that were possibly going to revoke my title immediately after it was announced well firstly yes there was definitely there were people looking to actually remove you as a senator Mm -hmm. so you couldn't do this Mm -hmm. in fact this was basically going to happen unless positions moved at the very last minute yes it Uh, it was was, you were so to the wire i don't think you were um, uh, like we could see from the crowd's perspective i don't know how clearly you could see we could see like people moving basically getting ready to end this right that's why the crowd were calling out like there's been movement right it was crazy and then you had like this just upswell of just like wow we actually like did it right it's done yeah and like by the way there was also thunder and fucking lightning yes. happening at this stage uh, like, yeah, like a storm's moving um in. so the first throwing vote there was uh, a flock of geese or something flew over and yeah. at this point the heavens opened yes and there was thunder and lightning and it was a it, dude that feeling in that room yeah was incredible incredible yeah the and the, and the thing was, the drama was just so intense. The uh, the civil service person said, uh, "There is still a chance." While this has gone through, there is still a chance this can be uh, revoked. I think it was either synod who um, had like the so power to basically nullify it. Yeah, they, the, they had the, a very very the, small period the, of time. The National Assembly have to raise something to. Uh, basically, there was something done in synod where. The it, they need to be a virtuous candidate, and that vote needs to happen before the next Senate session. Yeah, I heard mixed reports. I heard that someone had put it through and squashed it, or it's still open. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it almost doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. It literally doesn't matter because it's fantastic game anyway, dude. Watching Vesna. Like, and that moment, uh, fuck. And but bear in mind, she's probably like the third place candidate. Is well, that a fair statement to make? I would say, in terms of initial majority, uh, I, I don't know. Like, I have, I have thoughts on this. Kiara and Claude, yeah, were outrageously good candidates. The reality is, though. If either one had stood behind the other, it would be over. Agreed. Uh, and uh, that couldn't be done for whatever reason. Politically, yeah. there wasn't the will to do that. And in that vacuum, that's what happens. I can't remember who said it to me, but they were like... It was the first time where I felt like I had actually had order over Senate. Yeah. Where someone said to me... They were all playing checkers and you were playing chess. And it was like one of those, like... Because I had this it, if game. it hadn't worked, yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah. It, like, literally, if that, that Brass Coast Centre hadn't have moved, yeah. I would be ridiculous. Yeah. But that last final move when the yeah. civil service and all the other political bodies that could stop me... 
that move. I don't think people understand how massive it is. I mean, I, I, it's not just because I'm your mate. It's just, it, it's just the simple reality of it. It's a huge move. A huge play. Uh, the alignment of things that have to be in place and the work that has to be done to actually make sure that happens. And it, what it actually speaks of is in the game of Empire, there are a lot of numbers that people play with. Is how I think of it, right? Like there are a lot of uh, resources and money and votes and all these kind of things that matter. And these are all systems that people tinker with and are micromanaging and playing with in the background. It, it, what makes it particularly strong play was you looked at the actual system, the big numbers, uh, and was like, this is the way the voting body works. And in a sense, how it can be exploited, there is this mechanism for if a senator moves, the vote persists. And there is a way, like a filibuster, like gerrymandering, like all of these things that exist in politics, that the, 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 the political game can be gamed. And this is the time, the first time someone has done that with the effect of ensuring that a throne has been voted into a position. It's a huge play. I can't, like, it's my perspective... But it's a ginormous play. It's, it's it's actually even a constitutional percent potentially changing play. It's the kind of thing where it the powers may even have to be brought in to ensure it could never happen again. Uh, I, I don't know. It's that kind of play where the, this is the first time it's been done to, to to this extent of impact that makes it so grand as a move. Again, it's not just because I'm your mate. That's generally how I feel. I think it's a ginormous play. Hats off to you, dude. Afterwards, I... Okay, so we had... After the vote, we had a brief recess. We... Uh, had our Senate session for the time we had left. War with the Grendel, by the way. Big surprise. <laughs> we made War with the Grendel. It's bad. <laughs> no, it could be good. Like, we don't know. There's lots yeah. of things. But... Um, I left Senate, yeah. and bear in mind, like, because I'm on the Senate floor, no one's running me up and catch uh, and sapping me on the back and saying, "Well done, Gellert." Yeah, people are saying, uh, like, um, Eli has said to me, "Are you like during the vote was like, are you moving every time?" I'm like, I, I can't, I can't talk about it. Like, I don't want to, you know, I'm I'm just voting like you are, you know. Yeah, and it was like, but people knew that had cotton onto it but then afterwards I was like I was outside Senate and I had the cigar the half smoked cigar in my thing I put the pulled the cigar out put it in my mouth and I smoked it and I was completely by myself and there was no like well done Gellert there was none of none of this and I just puffed on that fucking cigar and it was like I felt like um, credit roll music (laughs) shit I, I a team shit. Like I love it when a plan comes together. Like it was just—it's so spicy. Like uh, I, there's things we probably can't really talk about, but some of the people coming up to you after everything, like almost an OC, really. Yeah, very much to, OC. Yeah, OC. Like people coming up to you saying the walls were around, the daggers were out. My political career was about to be absolutely nucleified. <laughs> it's crazy dude it's so and, and bear in mind like 
I talked about like, and that's the one thing I haven't talked about while uh, while we've been talking about the episodes this year was, um, I, and I spoke to Simon about this who plays Leafy. Yeah. Uh, when we're talking, I'm like, I want to be the phone maker. Yeah. I want to be the phone maker. Yeah. And he was like, you know, like people in the Senate don't think about things that way. And I'm yeah. like, I want to be the guy. Yeah. That puts the motion through. Yeah. Filibusters it. <laughs> and makes it happen yeah that's what i want to do and i am genuinely staggered yeah that my ridiculous silly almost immature movements managed to make this happen and dude i left yeah i walked back and i saw Vesna being welcomed by Verushka. Verushka. Some lovely photos, by the way. Anybody who gets a chance to look at, uh, I think, some of the imagery coming in. It's, it's, it's so wholesome. I, I was stood about 50 yards away. Yeah. And I was still sucking on the end of my stogie. Yeah. And uh, I just watched it. Yeah. It wasn't like I was like... Notice me, senpai no, kind of shit. Yeah, no, yeah. it wasn't like... It, none of that yeah. it was just like my job is done yeah and it's like it felt so good yeah. to be like man i made i made a thing a thing has happened and it's it's a huge play a huge play i i don't know how you'll ever unless you ran for the throne yourself ever make a bigger play I don't think I need to and I think it's like um, but bear in mind I think it's like I, I messaged both uh, Kiara and Claude's player I haven't messaged Vesna because I don't feel I want to and this is really important as well her victory yeah is her victory a hundred percent like by the way yeah that's very important yeah like massively I think like her victory is hers and that's through her hard work and all the stuff that's going on people bear in mind people literally had to move to her position yeah. and they would not do so the unless Senate she spoke was, like yeah. you, you can be like oh fucking Gellert is responsible blah 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 whatever that's fine that's game but like she did it mm-hmm. she did it yeah. um, a massive achievement by the way only I, the second throne Dude, I messaged Kiara and Claude after the the vote, and I was just like, "How you doing? Yeah, like, are you okay? Like, because that's a big, it's like, a huge thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, they, everyone involved was thinking about it all the time. Yeah, it's a big emotional thing, and it's like both of them. When I spoke to them, were like bouncing back. And being really strong, I'm like, this is why they, that they were such good candidates in the first yeah. place. Is that that their their political entity yeah. isn't over because they didn't get voted into the throne. Yeah, and now the pressure is on Vesna effectively. But I also think it's like all of its game. Yeah, dude, all I, of its game, everything, like, every aspect of it. And also, it's I think there's this because the vote is 24. It's not like it's. 30 no. or something like that the vote is 24 and a very last minute end of the line 24 it's one of those votes that puts the whole thing under constant scrutiny you know what I mean it's like she's gonna have to do the things 
or people are going to start. Hey, you know what I mean? Like, let, it's, let me put it this way: it's there, it's are, there are some sen- there are some centers out there, yeah. that are like, man, if 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 you didn't want Vesna to be your throne, yeah, then there should have been maneuvering before that. Yeah. And I think uh, it's like I, I I love being the new blood in Senate. I love being the the, the the kind of new attitude towards mm-hmm. what politics should be. Yeah. It's like uh, do, I couldn't be happier. If, if, I, if I get voted out in E one, by the way, yeah. if if uh, another candidate comes along and the people of Virginia are like, we don't want Gela Ashbourne to yeah. be our representative. Fucking fair play. Yeah. I have absolutely peaked. Yeah. Like Gela has achieved it's so it's everything so he wants to at this stage. It's so massive, dude. <laughs> it's yeah. What play? What play? It was a phenomenal way to end the event. Um, and we get to go into the long dark with the 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 at least the notion, yeah, of having a throne. A throne. Yeah, and uh, bear in mind, even even if it is revoked or whatever. At this stage, it doesn't actually matter because the move was made. The and you, there will be politics still to play, even if it is revoked. Yeah, you know, what I mean, that's a huge thing to revoke it after achieving a twenty-four. It's a big thing. I also think it's like Gellert has served the empire. Yeah, like, in his eyes, especially right, because especially from, yeah. he believes in the process. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're playing the character honestly. And right? therefore, 24 votes yep. for a throw yep. is the number. We have deemed that as the number. That is the number, and that is how things are yep. done. I, I completely agree. It's phenomenal, dude. Ah, oh, man. I'm, I'm, it was one of those moments where it was just like... Uh, I was calling out to you on the Senate floor. Right? It felt like that moment of like your, uh, your sports team has just won the Super Bowl or the Premier League title and you know the player on the field and you're calling out to them, right? And you're in your own thing and after a certain point, I'm I just like... I didn't hear anything, no, by no, the way. You, you know, and I, I'm like, fair play. It's It really was truly your moment. You bossed it. Your composure, your skill. Uh, and I think your reading of the situation... There was a moment on, I think, the fifth or sixth vote, um, again, people can correct us on the numbers, when it got to 23, obviously everybody cheered, and then you moved the other way, which obviously put it down to 22. Yeah. And then you moved back for the final thing to actually flip it to 24 uh, with that other person who yeah, moved. That was the... That was the final move. That was the hardest vote. Yeah, because you had this thing of, like, do I stay or do, and, and hope someone comes over, or do I go? Uh, and it's like uh, you just played it magnificent. That was like uh, I'm sure there's some mathematicians out there that can work out like the the mechanics yes. of yeah. movement of people and how this kind of yeah. weird betting system works. But you hit this weird stage where it doesn't become it's this is where poker enters, where there is the mathematically correct thing play and there is the playing of the there's a playing of the cards and there's a playing of the players, right? And you played the players, uh, in my opinion, uh, and I, I I was so impressed. I was so impressed. 
the game for me was peak. It was so fun walking around Senate. I'm almost embarrassed to talk about my the rest of my my game from now on. Uh, I will because it's very personal to me. Yeah. But uh, it's impossible for me to uh, overstate how massive this moment was and how proud I was of you and everything you'd achieved. It is a ginormous play. Uh, and I don't think anyone will convince me that it isn't one of the biggest plays of all time in the I, game. I, I think it's also important to mention we do a podcast. Yes. This is much more reach than yep. a lot of players get. Yeah. Um, it's very much our opinion. Yes. Um, a hugely. We try is, and be as honest as we can in this yeah, as well because we want to give you guys as much of an honest opinion of how we think <clears throat> and feel. Uh, but that doesn't mean it's true. That doesn't mean it's actually in any way based Agreed. on any kind of fact. Every we, we, We're functionally idiots. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, everything we say is just subjective. For, for us... Yes. This is ginormous. For us, and it's like, for the people around me, it meant the world. Yes. And it was like, it wasn't just me yeah. moving around. Yeah. I could... The... the You've put a lot of time into this and yeah, things but, you probably can't even talk but about. But it was but. also like the, the kind of sense of, like, I certainly wasn't doing it by myself out there. Yeah. Oh, dude, there's a lot it of was, plays going on. It was the whole team yeah. and people that have been like, that's a ridiculous idea. Yeah. And then to be like, but no, we, we're going to fucking believe in this. Yeah. And then for it to happen, having players come up to you afterwards in in down to, like out of character and be like, uh, I, I won't mention names, but to basically be like have that moment of realizing that they were potentially outplayed uh, was, or, or in that moment uh, recognizing what they could have done and what they should have done and all of those kind of things, you know, like is peak game. Because it's like, uh, it, it it really speaks to, as again, when I'm saying that whole thing of like, there's the playing of the little numbers and there's the playing of the big numbers. There's a playing of the idea of recognising the political system and bringing in the filibuster or the uh, is, gerrymandering or any of those kind of things. Is Geller yeah. a populist idiot? Dude, he's probably an Or a, yeah. is he a political genius? I, I, it, it was <laughs> like it, it, it almost doesn't matter it almost doesn't matter he's changed like so much um, I'm going to go into actually weirdly um, some very personal stuff from th- and this is where our games again and I'm constantly struck by this how different our games are uh, you are having in your sense a very grand if you like culmination of a lot of effort a lot of time your entire year's effort has paid off I felt I actually got something quite similar, but with my game, because um, I re- I returned to camp. We're in proper pack down at this stage. We're basically on the fringes of OC. Uh, we're chatting about you, how proud we are of you, all this kind of stuff. I don't think you're even there. I think you're big wigging mm. at this point. Mm. Um, and um, Gaius produces uh, my bow, which he has had hallowed to loyalty. Um, it's difficult to to state how massive and emotionally like huge that was uh, to Talis uh, because I've basically been playing this whole thing. The whole point of the character, as I view it, 
and again, this is very personal of how I view it, is the character is designed to be an idea of you're meant to question, like, like in a sense, his loyalty is questioned because of how he is. Like, he, he isn't a typical Navari, right? He dresses a bit weird, he acts a bit differently. All of the outward stuff makes you question who he is and his loyalty to the nation. He's been incited three times on loyalty. But I also, the, the idea is, the way I play Talis is, this has been, it's not just those three times. All his life he has been questioned on loyalty because he is different right it, that is the story of talis uh and I, I i a lot of the emotional play of what it is to be the character is to be this idea of uh almost the, the recognition of those kind of things within yourself that feel like you are the other and you don't get uh you know you are questioned and your place in the the group is questioned right that's that's actually the story that is kind of it kicking around in my head about how i think about it in broad super broad strokes uh but i i never really wanted to do it where like i actually stated outright that that is what it is so to have like bung like recognize that actually what pride's the obvious thing the pride is the obvious virtue that talus is associated with but it's the loyalty that is actually the thing that means the most to him. Um, to have someone like hallow his bow to loyalty was huge, absolutely ginormous. What a reward for all of the play I put in. It's hard to... Uh, I get emotional talking about it because it's like... It's literally the the point of the character. Um, so I was like having the bow hallowed to pride... Uh, so to hallow to loyalty was so good i'm buzzing on at that point um we're sitting there in the rain underneath the awning um hands me the bow we kind of have some like rp it was really nice really touching sweet literally just like me orion some other sort of friends there just in a very small intimate moment just like this is like a really cool thing for the character for me uh and I get to sing my song the way I wanted to sing it, which is like this uh, this whole song about like the actual story, if you like, of, of Talis. Um, it was really good to do. So nice to actually get to sing it properly, talk the whole, like sing the whole thing all the way through, not stumble over the lines, do it raw as well, because it was very emotional to do it. Uh, and everyone sort of sit there and join in and stuff it was it was a really really nice moment and then afterwards uh, the rain kind of died down and i'm like uh, it's a nice moment to kind of walk around at that stage and go and like touch base with a few people in the nation and be like uh you know my bow's been hallowed to loyalty like this is a huge thing for me like and like to have like to, at that stage i can start to talk about it uh, and it was really nice to have people like embrace that element of the story it was it's it's hard to really say but it was like it was a really really personally culminating part of my own storyline um i love uh these ideas of like sort of broad sweeping character narratives and things and to have it sort of culminate in this way was fantastic um so i had a great time like i got to speak to 
Anwin and Kaylee and Demelzo and uh, Georg, a whole bunch of different people, and just like touch base on like it's been a hell of a year. I've gone through all sorts of different story sort of stuff. Like, there's a lot happened for Talis, a right? Lot. A lot. It's been a big year for me. Uh, like in play, but also as a person, it's been a huge year. Um, the RP has been insane, uh, and it's all thanks to the nation. Like the the way the nation has conducted itself, and the way the players have conducted themselves around it, I think has just been so fantastic. Don't you think it's interesting how we started this little journey in like 2018? Yeah, and it's like. With grown as people, the game of empire has changed. We've changed. Yes. It's been illustrative. It's been life affirming. Mm-hmm. It's been challenging. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It's been rewarding, dude. That's what it's really been. I, I think it's like... There's been a couple of things happening behind the scenes, yeah, which have been quite rough, yeah. Um, but like, I hope I get to play Empire again, yeah, and I hope we get to keep role playing mm. in games that we love, yeah, and exploring those characters and exploring those characters with the the benefit of getting to enjoy uh, all of the wonderful other characters around us and the stories to be told. The, uh, it's, it's, it's an absolute privilege yeah. to meet the people we've met, yeah. to learn the lessons we've learned, yeah. to grow as we have. Yeah. Um, it's so valuable yeah. to us as people, right? I don't know how you like there's something um like empire often there's ebbs and flows of how I feel about it as a game uh I'm very fortunate I I really enjoy who I get to play who I get to play with uh but um there's something very special about it because of the scale of it and also the intimacy of it I think I firmly trust in Claire Evans yeah. as being a figurehead for the company to move on to whatever they're going to do next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, like, I don't know. It's yeah. fantastic, dude. Let's, uh, let's, let's roll them let's, dice. It's, it's a one, Ian. Ooh. Which is one of our new fellas. Which it is. is. It is actually Ralph. Who get who plays rap? Thank thank you so much. And by the Ralph way, Wellington, um, that RP we got to share after the Corpse Glade uh, was fucking great. So thank you so much. And uh, yeah, thank you for being just part of my game. You, you're a phenomenal player. Um, I think like we're gonna like we were planning on releasing. Uh, a few role play games that we've been playing recently. Yeah. Um, we have recently Ooh. acquired a editor. Makes things a lot easier, Chris. Yeah, we may well move that into its own thing. I think potentially. Potentially, we'll see how it plays out. 
Yeah, uh, all of this is... We've got yeah. different things happening. Yeah, um, Irons are in the fire. Many irons. I'm going to a couple of European LARPs you are. in the new year. Because what, what, you've got... Uh, is it Legion that you're Legion. going to? Legion. Which is like uh, you're hiking every day or something, uh, engaging we'll, in some Second World War we'll, craziness. We'll, we'll talk about that. Gee, Sounds mean, bonkers to me. You've um, also got a, a LARP in Scandinavia, which is... Potentially. Potentially. We'll see. Yeah, that sounds um, bonkers. We are... We love the hobby. Yeah. Um, we love the community. Yeah. Um, I, I hope the people listening can understand that we, we love everybody and uh, we, we do our best in all the things we do. And it's just phenomenal. The way it's changed our lives mm. is hard to even express. Like, Yeah. We're also, um, obviously, like if you're only listening to the Empire episodes... We're going to do uh, a raffle at Christmas time, yeah. December 1st. Yeah. Go and find us on Facebook. Yeah. We'll release an episode around Christmas yeah. time, but you're going to get some sweet, sweet loots. Yeah. You you're going to raise some money for charity. Yeah. It's going to be baller. Yeah. And there might just be a silly little video on its way, oh my uh, which it's I can't so wait for. Oh, God. I can't wait for it. Um, uh, but yeah. Um, cool. uh, Ian, what do you want to close out with? Oh, let's just stick with the passive. Strength to the empire. Strength to the vibe.